2020 was an unsettling year. Is that a nice enough description? Let's just say it was jam-packed full of challenges. Health concerns aside, the business community took a, a hit, a big hit, and it's not getting any better. Not yet. Enter Jamie Church. If you're a business owner in Farmington, you've at least heard of Jamie. Whether you're a chamber member or not, Jamie is impacting your business for the better. I knew Jamie before she was the president and CEO of the Farmington Chamber of Commerce. When I heard that she was taking over leadership of the chamber, I was super excited. The chamber has always been great, but Jamie is really great. But she has exceeded my expectations. I don't know where she gets her energy. She's everywhere, advocating, organizing, planning, coordinating, informing, innovating, but being the most amazing cheerleader for the business community. She does it all. That's why this is her third appearance on the show. Strap in and hold on tight because once I ask Jamie a question, she's going to talk. And she's not going to take a break until you understand how passionate she is about local business. Want to see how it goes? Come along for the ride in Ken's Think Tank. Ken's Think Tank is made possible by the following sponsors. 505 Cycles proudly serves all types of riders, including new and veteran riders, road and mountain bike aficionados, recreation and transportation cyclists. The 505 community is all about fun and the love of all things bikes. It was a really uh, emotionally challenging year. Um, yes. Dealing with what businesses were going, business owners were going through some of them just don't have their business anymore and I know. just the aggravation of the whole thing in the meantime I'm doing great <laughs> yeah well and really some businesses have I don't like the word pivot but some businesses have transitioned really well or yeah. adapted very well yeah. um, some have not I just wrote the governor an email right before he came just saying you know we know, I, oh, you know, very respectful, but just saying we have to start reopening our state, including yeah. the restaurants, because if we do not, we're just gonna we're gonna become a ghost town. Yeah. The restaurants are what make unique restaurants, bars, mm -hmm. places to go add to the quality of life. But the restaurants, yeah. we can't, they can't survive yeah. on this takeout model for eight weeks, ten yeah. weeks, twelve weeks. And I think everybody's just feeling this overwhelming sense of just fatigue with the whole thing and it's just wearing everybody down um, right. and I think the holidays you know kind of everyone gets in a little bit of a spirit in the holidays but then then we got to the new year and it's like yeah we're still kind of in the same boat we were <laughs> before the holidays and yeah. all that holiday cheer just kind of yeah. left and yeah already forgotten oh, yeah <laughs> man all right. Well, we get in the we get in the truck and we just start talking immediately. Yeah. Do we just kind of pick up in the middle of a conversation, kind of thing? I guess that's how sitcoms run run today, right? Yeah. You ever notice that? Like, episode one of a new show just kind of picks up in the middle of a story. Yeah, that's because yeah. we're we're all getting so much bombarded with information. <laughs> we don't have time to go back and read the beginning of the story. Right. We just jump right in. Don't you think that's so. the problem too? We don't go back. We don't really. Look at everything. We're just like, well, hey, I'll just yeah. jump in here and yeah. give my opinion without even knowing. So, so about. let's address a couple of things. So okay. this is this is the first episode 
of season five of this show. We were just exciting that you're this is your third or fourth appearance. I think this is my third. I know I I know you had me on one time when I was still working for Child Haven, and then you had me on right when I started with the chamber, like within the first month. Right. And that was my second time, and then this is my third time. Okay. And this is the first time I've been in a mask. <laughs> I know. So the mask thing, we, yes. we we're still in. Obviously, we're still in lockdowns and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And and we had a very serious conversation about would you be willing to be with me in the in yes. the vehicle? And and uh, and the mask is definitely necessary. I just can't do it. And um, but you know what? I've been I've been pretty much quarantined since March. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't leave my house. There's some days that uh, we'll, we'll, we're on the way to bed and saying, okay, we'll need to set the alarm. No, we yeah. never unset it from the night before. It's just... Well, and I think uh, you've been very careful about being isolated. And yeah, um, I am actually pretty much the same in that I do go to work, but there's our office is pretty quiet right now, right. even at the Quality Center. And I always feel a little like I get temperature checked every single day when I go I in. Know. So <laughs> I, I do, do not have a fever. They're, they're right. really good at the college, at San Juan College, about doing that and following yeah. those protocols. That's and good. so right now, there's really only two of us working in the office, and mm-hmm. our offices are very far apart. I'm very careful when I go out anywhere and I wear my mask. And right. part of the reason for that is I do feel strongly as the chamber director that I need to. I need to be following these rules on the masks because yeah. our businesses want to be able to stay open and be open. Right. So, you know, right now, I'm going to be honest, my glasses are fogging up. Every time I take a breath in, I breathe I in my mask. I yeah. haven't even washed this thing in like two weeks, so it's probably just disgusting on the inside. <laughs> I have lip gloss on, but nobody can tell because I got a mask on. Yeah. Um, but I do, I mean, I feel like in solidarity with our businesses, I, wanna, I want to respect that and we want the chamber myself personally we want all of our businesses to be open we want Mm -hmm. retail all the retail establishments to be open we want the restaurants to be able to get back to indoor dining and so if wearing this mask will help in that and also maybe keep someone safe because i i don't want to i don't want to minimize the health risk that many people are facing. I know a lot of people right now that yeah. are getting over COVID and most of them, thankfully, it, they had a couple of days where they mm-hmm. felt pretty bad. They haven't had any long-term effects that are lasting, but right. it's certainly out there. Um, so it's not fun wearing a mask. And the no. minute I get out of this truck, I'll probably just <laughs> rip it off. Yes. Yeah, but there's so many memes about that. About I know. Coming out I of know. the store or something <sighs> and oh, the, bre- the breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're going into historic downtown Farmington. We Look at are. this. Going through the roundabout. This yeah. is so exciting I that mean, this is done. Besides the craziness that uh, with with all these lockdowns and all that all that stuff going on um, that we went through in 2020, um, we finished at least a phase of yes. downtown construction. Yes. yes. And so we just went through the first roundabout. We're going to go through the second one. You are no longer down here. I'm not. In the downtown center. You're nope. now at the Quality Center for Business. At San Juan College. The Enterprise Center. Mm-hmm. Um, at San Juan College. Yes. And so I was, I was part of the beginning of the downtown project when we did the big groundbreaking and the shovel ceremony and everything. And of course, we still work very closely with the city of Farmington and San Juan County and all mm-hmm. the other entities. But 
an opportunity did come up for us to relocate to the Enterprise Center and the Quality Center for Business. And I felt like for what the mission of the chamber is, which is building and supporting local business and advocating for business and helping small businesses start and succeed, it felt like, wow, that's a great place for us to be because we're right up there with um, Four Corners Economic Development and mm -hmm. the Small Business Development Center and the um, Makerspace, which is the manufacturing area at San Juan College and where the food hub is and just, you know, business students. It just seemed like a great place for us to be. And right. so we did make the move in October. Um, and then it was kind of sad to not be downtown with all of the, the project being finished. Yeah. But I still am down here once a week. I go oh, yeah. eat at all. You know, I visit our chamber members. I come down and eat. Um, and it was fun to see the project be finished. And we got to be part of a ribbon cutting uh, for that a few weeks ago. So, yeah, it's exciting. Cool. Yeah. And, it, and I will say the project stayed on schedule and was basically on time, even with COVID, even with all the things that happened, it with a few little glitches here and there, it actually stayed on its on its time schedule. So I think that's something pretty, pretty great to say during COVID. That is. So, how is the chamber doing? I know that you like, despite, man, you, <laughs> you're such a trooper, man. <laughs> despite 2020 and its craziness, Ooh, you my were still phase for a sec. Unfog up. Sorry. Go ahead. You were still nonstop championing um, the. Oh, business gosh, community yes. and yes. getting out there to, to support and everything. So how is the chamber doing? The chamber's actually doing quite well. Okay. Um, we, of course, had some members that dropped yep. um, because of financial reasons or maybe they just had to close their business. Right. We had some business owners that just decided, you know, they, they were going to retire at some point anyway, and COVID just kind of forced their hand a little bit. So, but we also had this year, we had 42 new members. That was encouraging. The other thing that we did, I think, is we decided, or I decided as the CEO, that it, during COVID, it was more important than ever to be relevant and to make sure that our members felt like there was a benefit from belonging to the chamber. Because if it was all about personal networking events, we were done. I mean, we couldn't right. have a single networking event from March on. Every yeah. business after hours was canceled. Every networking coffee, every everything, mm -hmm. ribbon cuttings, everything. So if that's all we're about, we're we're right. There's no need for us. Right. And so I was like, what what is it we bring to the table? And I there were some moments of extreme stress. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, what are we gonna do? So what we decided was first thing we needed to get feedback from our members. How do we find out what our business community needs? So we did. Over the shutdown from mid-March to probably July, I think, we did three impact business impact surveys where we surveyed our members and said, what are you needing? What are you struggling with? Have you had to lay employees off? Are you, do you have access to the, the, you know, the personal protection equipment? Have you been able to access any funding through CARES Act or through the, the first um, PPP loan program? So we got feedback and we shared that information with our constituents, our members, the public, our elected officials. I said, so what else can we do? Well, we can do these Facebook Live events. So we did three separate Facebook Live events. The first one was on growing your business using social media uh -huh. and talked about marketing strategies, how to use you know, Facebook Live, how to use social media. So that went so well, we decided to do another one. And we did, um, the second one was on traveling safely during COVID-19. 
And we got a little bit of pushback on that one because we're not supposed to be traveling out of state. Right. But my answer to that was sometimes you have to travel out of state. Yeah. Sometimes you have a child going back to college, a freshman, and you need to help them. You can't right. just send them off and <laughs> good luck, good luck <laughs> especially during COVID when nobody knew what to expect. Right. So anyway, sometimes there's family emergencies or commuting yeah. or just things that happen. So we did a program on that. And then we knew that there was a lot of anxiety, confusion, challenges with what was going on with the schools. So our third one was a panelist, a group of, of people who came in and talked about the schools, um, how to um, access, you know, use the, the um, platform Zoom or Microsoft Teams, how the schools were addressing some of the challenges. And so that was a really good one and that was on the schools. So. We thought, well, that's a great way for us to keep getting information out there. Mm -hmm. And then we did our back to business bingo. And that was when, following the first shutdown, when things were allowed to reopen again, we wanted our people to go into the businesses that were finally being allowed to reopen. So we created these bingo cards with our chamber members. Right. And you printed out a bingo card and you went and visited the business. We had people going into these businesses, getting their bingos car bingo cards signed. And then we just shared and shared that on Facebook and just a way to say, hey, we're open again. Let's get back out and support local business. And then we did our chili in October in a similar way where we had a chili challenge. We had 10 restaurants that all competed for bragging rights on who had the best chili concoction. It could even be a drink. So the fun thing about that is that Traeger's bar actually won the competition with a green chili margarita drink that they put together. Nice. So it was really fun. Yeah. Those are just a few of the things that we did where we kept trying to keep our local business community in the forefront and we, yeah. we wanted to keep our members engaged. The other thing was I started just really sharing information with our members, if whether it was the slides that would come out after uh -huh. a press conference from the governor's office, information from the economic development department, information from the New Mexico State Chamber, or what's happening in the legislative session. We really felt that for our business owners, they needed that information readily available from uh -huh. a reliable source. And so we worked really hard on just keeping ourselves in the forefront of what was happening in the community right? and working with the mayor and San Juan County and the other areas, Aztec, Bloomfield. A lot of what the chamber did and honestly what this, the city and our mayor and, you know, Mike Stark with the county, Tony Pendergrass with the college, so much of what everybody's been doing these last nine months is very much behind the scenes. It's a lot of advocacy and email writing yeah. and phone calls. Yeah. and. It might not be right out there in front on Facebook, but there's a lot of work going on oh, definitely. every day, yeah. multiple hours of the day. And I'm on two Zoom meetings every week with all of the other chambers in the state of New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have somebody from the public education department, or we might have the lieutenant governor, or we might have um, the head of economic development on those Zoom meetings. And just knowing, hey, I'm here representing the Farmington Chamber on these phone calls. I'm taking notes. I'm talking about what's happening in our region, what's affecting us. Uh, that's that's an advocacy role, and Definitely. I feel that's part of that's probably the number one part of our mission for the chamber. But that's very much behind the scenes. It's it not is. out there, yeah. um, but it's happening weekly, and so and, and that's why I want to make sure that everybody is 
understands how right. all the leaders that are, you know, in this community, they're all doing those things. Right. And a lot of hours just behind the scenes advocating for our community. And so. That is a, a, a rock and hard place situation mm-hmm. where you, you need to spend a lot of time doing that because right. that is um, vastly helpful for businesses, but no one knows you're doing it. It's not a visible thing that you're right. doing. And it's, it's uh, one of those things where you're trying to convince somebody that, that the, the chamber is good for them and, and they're, they're looking around saying, well, what's what in are you it doing? for me? Yeah. What's in it for right. me? So, right. um, well, I'm going to be on the phone all day. <laughs> right. I'm going to be answering emails, <laughs> emails all day. And, and, yeah. And so. just making sure again, that we are at the table. And that's what I, yeah. when people say, well, why should I join the chamber? It's like, well, because this gives you a seat at the table and, and it, I'm helping to keep you informed of what's going on. And I'm also expre- you know, relating what's important in our community. And we do poll our community and our chamber members on things all the time because I wanna know what our chamber members are feeling. I wanna know right. that I'm representing them. It's been a learning experience considering I just had been the chamber director for a year before all this happened. <laughs> yeah, you were just you were just tossed in the tossed in the pool. Right. And with everybody you were else. swimming really well. Yes. And then you were tossed in the fire this yes. year. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we're just getting started in twenty twenty one. So what do you see um, what do you see as your projects going forward? We have next? one starting up, a virtual series. It's the third Tuesday of every month. And it's a series called From Unemployed to Entrepreneur. And it is right now virtual format until we can have the um, sessions in person. And it's all about if you are either looking to start a brand new business because you've always wanted to, or maybe you lost your job during COVID, or maybe you know your job is being phased out, or just all that time you had at home during the shutdown, you had all this time to reflect on your life and decided, you know what, I have always wanted to start a business doing this, this, and this. Absolutely. So we are gonna be pulling together experts, resources, information, people in the trenches, and having them be part of this virtual series. And so we're gonna be providing all sorts of information on how to start your business, how to register your business, do you, how to find an accountant, do you need insurance, what's an umbrella policy, you know, all these things so that, again, making it very business friendly, yeah, entrepreneur friendly. And so this is, the cool thing about it is we're always going to try to have a sponsor who pays for lunch. So while there is a $10 fee for the virtual series a month, it's $10 every time you register, uh-huh. there's also, that includes lunch. So we're always going to try to have lunch from a local, uh, a local restaurant, chamber member, and you go by that restaurant, you pick up your lunch, it's already paid for, you take it back to your office or your home or your car, wherever you do your Very work cool. from. Have your lunch, You, it's a Zoom format, so you can chat, ask questions, there'll be a little time for networking. You start to build those relationships within this series and you're getting good information. Right. So, and it is gonna be great because we are gonna be pulling in these people like Carmen from the Small Business Development Center and Don from West and Um, people that have expertise and all these different things you need to know when you're trying to start a business so that you feel like you're really supported and that you're not just out there on your own trying to find all this information. Yeah. So that's what we're starting with. And we're going to try to get back to some live events in June, including we're we're hoping to do our music by the pond event in early June. Um, still working on that. We're hoping to get back to some kind of business after hours, but again, Mm-hmm. That all hinges on 
you know, what comes from the governor's office as far as public gatherings. So we try to be very respectful of those rules. And then we also try to still be able to maintain these chamber relationships and kind of get people connected because that's right. that's one of our um, goals. It does make it a bit difficult for planning sake. It does, yeah. Trying to plan for, okay, if we're able to gather, we're going to do this. If right. we're not, we're going to do this. It's right. kind of like doubling up your planning. Right. We hope to continue with a, that high level of engagement now in 2021, mm-hmm. but also constantly asking our members for feedback. Every time we do a survey, we say, what can we do for you? You know, what can the chamber do for you? What do you need from us? And I read those comments and make notes. And a lot of it is a, some great words of, you guys are doing a great job. Thanks mm-hmm. for keeping the information going. Sometimes it's more, can you please advocate more for this or that? And so I take note of that. How can we advocate for all of the different sectors in, right. our, in our industry? Well, yeah, you guys do a great job. I keep telling you that. Thank you. And I'm sure that so many other people are telling you the same thing. So, so if you don't believe it, then start believing it because you really do. So. Well, I feel like I have definitely followed my calling in this job, uh, something I feel very, very passionate about, small business and local business, and helping to see new businesses start. I think starting a brand new business is very scary, and it's certainly yeah. a risk. And so, however, the chamber can be a part of helping those businesses to succeed and grow and possibly hire employees and expand, and I want to be a part of that. So. So if you had a, um, a message for business owners going into 2021, what would that message be? Um, I would say um, stay strong, stay informed, stay engaged, and keep reaching out to those people, our elected officials, the governor's office, in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. You need to let us know what you need. And we know there's some businesses that are right on the verge of closing. We know there are some that have closed, but if we can hear from them and see if there's a way we can get them connected, that was more than one message, sorry. But I think staying informed, staying engaged, and um, hang on, just hang on if you can. Yeah. We've got to be getting to the end of this soon. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Sorry about the mask, people. No, don't, don't apologize. <laughs> you, like you said, you're doing what you can to advocate for us reopening. But I, must, I feel like I kind of look like the Invisible Man. Like with my mask and my sunglasses. If I had a hat on, I'd be like the Invisible Man I used to walk around. I know who you are. I know what you want. If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. KenCollinsMarketing.com